0: Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Hot on the heels of National Diabetes Month, there is a new study that has shown exercising before eating breakfast can actually improve how your body responds to insulin. Now, okay, I know National Diabetes Month is all but over, but I could not let it pass completely without taking a look at one potentially easy way to aid in the fight against this troublesome condition. So, in a new study that was published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism, Health scientists at the University of Bath in Birmingham set out to assess the acute and chronic effects of exercise performed before versus after nutrient ingestion, or breakfast as us non-scientists call it, on whole body and intramuscular lipid utilization, or fat burning as we like to call it, and postprandial glucose metabolism, or insulin sensitivity. This six-week study was performed on 30 men who had been previously classified as obese or overweight and compared the results from three groups. Number one, one group who ate breakfast before exercising, one group that ate breakfast after exercising, and then a control group which made no changes at all to their lifestyle. So I think it's important to point out right off the bat Whether the men in this study ate their breakfast meal before or after exercising did not make any difference in terms of weight loss over the six-week testing period. But the timing of the meals did have, and I quote, a profound and positive effect on their health. Now, I think it's important to make this point because there's this notion in the wellness sphere that by exercising in a fasted state, You will literally burn the fat off your body. And while researchers did find that the subjects used more fat from their fatty tissue and from the fat that's in the muscles as fuel, it did not result in some sort of magical weight loss protocol. The subjects who exercised after eating breakfast lost the same amount of weight as the hungry exercisers who ate it after. And not surprisingly, that group that didn't change their lifestyle, well, they lost no weight at all. So with that out of the way, let's look at meal timing in general. There have been a growing number of studies and hypotheses that involve interventions like intermittent fasting, multi-day fasting, or simply adjusting your meal timing in general to help control blood sugar and potentially turn you into what has been called a fat-burning beast. Well, Monica Reinachel, the nutrition diva here on the Quick and Dirty Tips Network, wrote about the state of intermittent fasting research in an article called Does Intermittent Fasting Work? And I'll put a link to that in the show notes over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com. But basically, this is what she said.
2: A lot of the current excitement about intermittent fasting is still based on some of those early animal studies, which found that intermittent fasting led to weight loss, improvements in body composition, blood sugar metabolism, and all kinds of other exciting things, even though the rats were still eating the same amount of food, just on a different schedule. Unfortunately, the human studies have not been
0: quite so dramatic. So intermittent fasting or eating within a restricted time window does tend to lead to weight loss, but usually because people following these regimens end up eating less per day. And while these approaches can result in body composition, cholesterol, and blood sugar metabolism improvements, so can pretty much any weight loss program. So the magic doesn't necessarily reside in what time of day we eat. So meanwhile, in this study, the results were indeed observed in humans, not just rats, and the difference between the before and after breakfast exercisers was pronounced. Lead researcher Dr. Gonzalez said in an article at the University of Bath, and I quote, the group who exercised before breakfast increased their ability to respond to insulin which is all the more remarkable given that both exercise groups lost a similar amount of weight and both gained a similar amount of fitness. The only difference was the timing of the food intake. Now, he went on to say that these results suggest that changing the timing of when you eat in relation to when you exercise can bring about profound and positive changes to your overall health. Here's another quote. We found the men in the study who exercised before breakfast burned double the amount of fat than the group who exercised after. Importantly, whilst this didn't have any effect on weight loss, it did dramatically improve their overall health. Now, what I found surprising was that over this six-week trial, the scientists found that the group of men who exercised after breakfast, ended up being no better off in the insulin department than the control group who made no lifestyle intervention at all. All Alright, let's look at the study facts. Now, at the laboratory, both groups consumed what was considered a standardized breakfast of cornflake cereal with skim milk, wholemeal toast, sunflower spread, and strawberry jam. Now this, to my ear anyway, British-sounding breakfast, was specifically calculated to provide 25% of the participants' estimated daily energy requirements and was made up of 65% carbohydrate, 20% fat, and 15% protein. After the breakfast-then-exercise group finished eating, they allowed themselves 90 minutes to rest and digest— These participants then cycled on stationary bikes for 60 minutes, and the exercise was categorized as moderate intensity, or 65% of the subject's peak oxygen uptake, or VO2 peak. The exercise then-breakfast group completed that same protocol. The only difference was that their breakfast was consumed immediately after the 60 minutes of moderate intensity cycling. Both groups had exhaled breath samples collected through oxygen masks that are similar to those ones you see on hospital TV shows, but they actually work in reverse. The samples were collected at 25 to 30 minutes and 55 to 60 minutes during the exercise to determine whole body substrate utilization rates or which fuel or fuels were being used to power the cyclists. The researchers also did some blood tests at regular intervals during the workout and over the next several hours. Then the data was tabulated, correlated, and verified, and the results were published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism for me and the world to see.
1: Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. 7th generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of Seventh Generation. Find Seventh Generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com. A lot can happen between falling in love
2: with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time.
0: Okay, so you're probably wondering, should I be exercising before or after breakfast, Brock? Well, exercising before breakfast sounds easy, and it is. But even though it's easy, it is not necessary for all of us to do, and certainly not daily. If you are unhappy with the direction your blood tests are headed, this is a strategy you and your doctor can discuss. If diabetes happens to run in your family and you want to be proactive about your blood sugar, doing this type of workout once or twice a week could be a good idea. But please keep in mind the duration and the intensity of this workout. 60 minutes of moderate intensity movement is all it takes. Don't head out the door with a completely empty stomach and Every single day to crush a high-intensity 90-minute wad. That's too much. Now, in the article for the University of Bath, co-author of the study, Dr. Gareth Wallace, added, and I quote, This work suggests that performing exercise in the overnight fasted state can increase the health benefits of exercise for individuals without changing the intensity, duration, or perception of their effort. Now, he went on to say, as researchers often do, that we now need to explore the longer-term effects of this type of exercise. And then he went on, much to my relief, to also add, and whether women benefit in the same way as men. Thank goodness. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. In my next episode, I'm going to have another special guest on the podcast to have a bit of a debate about whether or not you can get full body fitness from something like a stationary bike. I think you'll enjoy this one. It stays very civil. Now, Get Fit Guy is written, narrated, and produced by me, Brock Armstrong, with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. Our audience development and marketing coordinator here at Quick and Dirty Tips is Morgan Ratner. Our digital ad operations coordinator is Michelle Margulis. Our digital assistant is Emily Miller. And our vice president and fearless leader is Kathy Doyle. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast or this episode or just the sound of my voice please consider leaving a review over at apple podcasts a few episodes ago i read a really great review from a 13 year old listener so if you have something interesting to say let me know i may read it on the podcast and even if i don't lots of gratitude to all of those out there who take the time to leave a review it really does mean the world to me and i do read them You can also find me on Facebook, I'm GetFitGuy, and on Twitter, I'm also GetFitGuy, and you can find links to everything I do at BrockArmstrong.com. Now, what are you waiting for? Get out there and eat your breakfast.